happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome back to my co-parenting journey. Um, I'm Maylee, and we have had quite a week since I last uh, published here. Um, lots going on, and it's really opened my eyes to quite a few things and how um, I'm kind of lucky right now that I am doing this, you know, journey with my co-parents. Um, so let's see. Uh, I think last time I was on, um, I was going over how the first month has gone with everything and the ups and the downs and what I've learned. Um, so you just never know what life is going to throw at you. And right now, um, I am in the middle of needing to revamp my lifestyle, my health. Um, I have always just been able to do what I want, really. Um, and I don't drink, I don't smoke, kind of, yeah, meh, whatever. My weakness is chocolate, um, any kind of sweets, really, snacking at night, not um, really eating a full meal. Like probably a lot of parents out there, you eat your kids' leftovers and call it a day. Um, my decaf Starbucks, but every single morning that's a lot. And then, uh, yeah, just not good things, not enough water if I drink any. And so, uh, then, you know, have other stressors. Uh, I think I've mentioned that I am currently looking for a new job because of a layoff this summer and things have just been piling on, um, taking care of a six-year-old, but also having my co-parent move in, which isn't a huge stressor, but it was just different. And then, you know, my parents are having some things going on. So we're in that weird space where we're taking care of kids and maybe starting to need to help our parents a little more. So it's, it's a lot. And I was doing it, you know, just doing it and everyone telling me slow down and you can't take it all on. But I was like, I've got this. Well, for anyone in a similar situation, um, now I'm in my 40s and that's fine. Um, that's not old. I'm sorry, it's not. But to some people, it might be. My body may think I am aging. I refuse to agree. But uh, whatever, I um, found myself on Sunday, um, Sunday afternoon. I'd had, you know, my dad and stepmom over for lunch. Um, after they left, I realized I didn't have my Starbucks that day. So I went and got my coffee and came home and we were just sitting on the, sitting on the floor playing. And, um, I was holding my phone because I was applying for some jobs at the same time. And all of a sudden, you know, just started not feeling right. My arm didn't feel right. It was just a weird feeling. I don't want to go into a ton of detail because I'm trying to just move forward, but, um, just not right. And where I stopped for a minute was like, okay, we'll just see if it passes. And after about 10 minutes, it didn't. And I was concerned, but it felt like muscle pulling kind of, I don't even know. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but it was something different enough that I knew I should probably just go get this checked. So at like three in the afternoon on Sunday, um, I had Ember, her dad, it was my weekend. So as I said, even though we live together, we still have our weekends. So he was at, uh, watching a football game uh, down in Fort Lauderdale and I took her with me. Um, I couldn't reach anybody, <laughs> couldn't reach my dad who lives around the corner. His phone was off um, for other reasons. And 
I went, we just put her in the car, went to urgent care. They were all closed. Went to two that are across the street from me. They were closed. I was like, okay, whatever. Went to a freestanding ER that I'd taken Ember to uh, a couple months ago when she had some minor issue. And they were great. Walked in, explained what was going on. They saw me right away. There's no line. I'm like, ah, I told Ember, we'll be in and out of here in 30 minutes. And they, um, you know, asked me what was happening. I told them, and I guess they took my blood pressure. They did not tell me how high it was. I've never had any issues there. And all of a sudden, they are telling me they're going to be transferring me to the main hospital and admitting me and starting tests. So I immediately panic. I have not been admitted to a hospital since I had her (laughs) six years ago. And I, you know, Ember sitting there and she's crying because she just heard that I'm going somewhere. And then I, you know, I had to reach her dad, which I did. And it was just um, very surreal because I found myself sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And fear. And watching my child just panic and ask if I'm coming home. And I'm like, of course I'm coming home. But you know, then I don't know, all these things hit at once, um, very adult things and that you don't like to face or you don't want to think about. And I have doctors, you know, running me in for tests and they're, the nurses were so kind and they're sitting with my daughter. This is a shout out to JFK, both the freestanding, um, in Boynton and then the main hospital. They were phenomenal as well, but, um, staff, everybody was just so kind and very kind and patient with my daughter who was upset and, um, Anyway, all of this to say that, one, having a co-parent I can count on, um, whereas a few years ago, I don't know if I would have been able to, um, knowing that we're in a really good place now, we didn't have good service or reception, so it was really hard for me to explain what was going on, and I'm trying to text and trying to call, and the nurse is helping me call, um... Uh, and trying to help me get better reception and finally got on the phone, told him what was going on. He came, he got there after I had finished a couple of tests and they had called for someone to come get me to bring me to the hospital. And um, so that was really hard. They He came and picked up Ember and just let me know like everything was cool at home, not to worry and uh, just focus on myself. So um, that's hard. I am very controlling, <laughs> if you know me. Um, and I just, you know, I've been doing things for so long at my home a certain way with my daughter. It just, again, I mentioned this in the last podcast, you have to learn to let go. Uh, so definitely had to do that and was very grateful. Um, so he took her and then I sat by myself for probably another two or three hours waiting for transport because... Uh, while what was going on they thought was serious, it was still managed and not something where they were too worried about needing to get me there right away. So there were other people ahead of me, which no problem. Um, I just kind of took those couple of hours to be quiet and I prayed and I thought about everything that's been going on. Um, the nurse I had was amazing. He was just so kind and he talked to me, um, for a little bit about things and, 
you know, they have to go with the worst case scenario just to be safe. And at that time, they just were not sure. So I finally get my transport to the hospital. Um, the <laughs> I've never been in an ambulance ever. So that was interesting. And all I'm thinking about is, okay, my insurance runs out November 30th. So this is good timing, I guess, you know, get it in and uh, get you know, on the ride there, the one paramedic, super nice. We're talking about, you know, life goals and our families and things like that. And, um, he was just like, you were the nicest patient we've had today. And you're our last one. Cause by this point it's like nine 30 or 10 o'clock. And I'm realizing, okay, just need to calm down and everything's going to be okay. And, you know, Ember's taken care of and I get to the hospital that was fun. Couldn't find the room because <laughs> I was in a brand new unit. I had to go to the neuro unit and um, had a big room to myself. So I decided I'm going to pretend that this is a forced vacation and that I am just taking some time to myself. And if I think about it this way, I'm getting food, I'm getting room service. Um, I have this room to myself, anything I want to watch on TV, which ended up being a friend's marathon. Um, just, you know, it was a way for me to cope with what was happening. And also I always heard people joke about, Hey, I wish sometimes I could just get a hospital stay. No, you don't, by the way. No, you don't. Um, but I have heard people say that just to get a break and that is not that is not the kind of break you want, trust me. But um, all in all, it, it turned out to be a, a, a break and also getting information that I need because I have been blindly just running and running and running and thinking that I'm invincible, which we all do at some point. I remember my 20s thinking nothing bad would ever happen or could happen to me. And that's the best feeling in the world to have that. And I think it's not a negative thing. But that doesn't mean you don't take care of yourself and you neglect yourself because that is what I'm doing. Um, that's what has come out of this. So anyway, um, I did not sleep for over 24 hours because I got to the hospital around, I got admitted around 10, 30 or 11. And then by 1 or 2 a.m., they're coming to get me for all these different tests as I've gotten older, I've become more claustrophobic. Um, I heard that happen sometimes and I had to get an MRI. <laughs> and so if you've ever had one, I had one 20 years ago for something. I don't remember why, but, um, it was more open. This was in more enclosed. And then they also had to put some like big metal shield thing over my face. So that did not go well. And I just said, Nope, can't do this. And the woman was very patient and very kind. It's the middle of the night. And she's like, that's fine. We can do this later tomorrow. And it probably won't be till tomorrow night, but they'll give you something to help you calm down. And I just stopped and I was like, nope, because when you get there, they ask you what your goal is for when you're there. What is your goal? What do you want to happen here? And my goal was to get out of there. So I thought, okay, I want out as soon as possible. And I want to know what's going on. So let's do this. And I just sucked it up, took deep breaths, closed my eyes. And for 10 minutes, just pretended I was somewhere else and thought of different things and got through it. Had a couple more tests after that, um, all the way up through three or 4am. 
So there was no sleeping. And then by morning, I was just like, okay, I've pushed past tired. And I didn't call any friends. I think I called one who, who I was supposed to meet with, but that was it. Um, and just family, uh, because I am a big believer in energy and I didn't want any negativity or anyone worrying. And I know I'm putting it out here now, um, but it's, I'm not going into complete detail, but it's, again, nothing that can't be managed or helped. It's just um, at that time, I wanted to kind of keep quiet. And so if you are a friend of mine and you're just hearing this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just still haven't had a chance to call everyone. I've been running to follow up appointments all week. But um, yeah, my my test results came back uh, that next morning. Everything was negative, which was awesome. Um, but we still had to figure out why some things were a little wonky. And, you know, I went to my follow up with I, I got out of the hospital on Monday night. So 24 hours later, they decided to let me go and put me on a medication, which also, if you know me, I don't really take any medication. And in the rare times I have, I don't always have the best reaction, but I was like, I'll do whatever I have to do. I, I want to be here for my daughter and just do whatever. So um, I'm doing that for now. And my doctor says it won't be long-term, but I just feel like it was a wake-up call for me and I've heard that a lot too I know when some things happen doesn't have to be super super tragic or crazy but it's still it's um when everyone's telling you okay we think the root cause of this which I always hear whenever I've had an issue it's been stress and I've had some pretty severe things but nothing like to this level where they were really worried um and I can't let that happen anymore. And my co-parent very politely and kindly spoke with me when I was in the hospital. And then when I got home, then let me know that it is time for me to let go. Little things, taking her to school, picking her up from school, making dinners, um, helping around the house, things that he does do, but I was still managing and trying to do myself and would say, Oh, don't worry about it. I got it today. I've got it tonight. I've got her. And again, because I've been, if this is, this has been my home for the last six years. And so I've been doing it. Um, he did it at his house. So letting go has been hard. That's always been hard for me, but, um, I really this week have been leaning into it so much so that I apologize and said, you may regret telling me to let go and do this because I'm really trying. He's been taking her to school um, every morning this week because I've had appointments. He's been doing everything he always tries to do, but I'm actually letting him do cooking um, and getting her ready and just all these things that he's been asking to help with. And I've been like, nope, I've got it. So again, if you have a co-parent and you're thinking of living with them like as just roommates or whatever, you've got to really be ready to give up some of that control. And you may, again, he does things differently than I do. Um, Ember, it's an adjustment for her. She wants mommy to take her to school. She doesn't want any of that to change. I handle things a little differently. I think he's more patient, um, but she's just used to me. So, uh, I've had to explain to her that, you know, mommy needs to 
take a break because what happened this weekend didn't need to happen and um, I need to slow down. And she's been really good about it. She's been so helpful herself, cleaning up more uh, without any kind of hassle and just really understanding. And she is such an empathetic child. She doesn't want anyone to know. She does not want you to know that. She does not want you to acknowledge it. Um, but I'm so proud of her. I had her, her friend's mom text me yesterday and I was just so proud of her because the mom texted that Ember was really helpful with her other child yesterday who, um, was upset when she left school and Ember was consoling them. And so little things like that, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful and I'm grateful for my co-parents. Um, he has really, you know, been wonderful and things are not as bad as they seem. I've been stressing about the job and that is a big thing. And it's funny how in these moments you get more clarity, but things also kind of have a way of working out. I love my primary doctor. I love her. She is someone who is just, she does not push anything on you. She is very open-minded. And so when we spoke yesterday, her first thing was, I don't think, she goes, I know this was not what they originally thought it was. And that's good. She's and, and, you know, told me this is stress and your body has finally told you enough is enough. And she said, you know, I think things are going to really start opening up from here because you finally had to step back. You were forced to step back. And she's been telling me forever to do that. Um, and she's right. And so I have spoken to my family members whom I love very much, but No one is in that bad of shape that they can't handle a lot of things on their own. I just try to fix things and help and do what I can because there is help needed, but I can't do it to the extent that I was. And I have family members who feel guilty about it and who feel badly and feel like they put me in the situation. And no, no one did it. I did it. I did it because I just chose to ignore some symptoms. I chose to ignore that I knew I wasn't drinking enough water. I knew that I was not eating um, well, if at all. I I knew that I needed a job and that um, I was starting to really stress about it. Not that I haven't been doing anything to find one. I have, but I just um, have let it get bigger and bigger in my head when I have to let go because I can only control so much. And God, the universe, whatever you believe in, or don't, if you don't believe in anything, that's fine. But I, I believe in something. Um, and I definitely have seen miracles happen and I've had the universe work in great, amazing ways. My daughter is one of them. Um, but as soon as I got out of the hospital, I had been in touch with someone I've been speaking to and been doing some contracting with. And we had spoken early on about a possible full-time position and then it kind of went quiet. But we've been speaking the last couple days um, and hoping in the next week or so that something will pan out from there. And if it does, great. I don't want to put everything on that, but it's also amazing that that could happen. And I'm just putting this all out here to say, take care of yourself. I preach it. I preach it. I preach it, but I don't 
really live it. I, you know, I'll get my nails done. I'll take time to get my hair done. Um, I get, I used to get, and I still do when we have our weekends, I make sure to take my time, but you just having alone time and just doing some, I don't know how to phrase it, but just doing some self-care, if you will, as far as external, that's wonderful, but you need to t- really, when I say take care of you, I mean the the things you learn growing up. Eat your fruits and veggies. Um, make sure you're drinking your water. Make sure you're getting some exercise. And I used to, prior to having Ember for 10 and a half years or so, yoga four or five times a week. I was in my best shape. I stopped all fast food. I was just, because I was so sick in my early 30s because I stopped taking care of myself. I was working in a city. I was working in Washington, D.C. I was living that life and, you know, commuting every day and just eating whatever people brought into the office and having cereal for dinner. And it caught up with me then with my stomach. And it was just, I was not in a good place. And I had to really revamp my life. And I did for a long time, thanks to a wonderful yoga teacher. Um, And then, you know, I had Ember and I don't blame her. Everyone uses that and it's not an excuse. I hate when people say they use that as an excuse. It's real. Your your life no longer is your own and you have this little person to take care of, but you can't take care of them if you're not okay. And it's so cliche, but whew, it's true. It is true. And that's where I'm going. Um, it's hard. It's really hard. My first day out of the hospital, the next morning, I was feeling like crap and I, I was determined. I'm like, I'm taking her to school because I've already missed a day and I'm doing it. And, you know, her dad was not thrilled with that because he wanted me to take it easy. But he stepped back and said, if that's what you want to do, you do that. I'll pick her up. And I did. And I was, I didn't regret it, but I did not feel great. Her teachers noticed and Ember, you know, had announced at school that I'd been in the hospital. So they were aware. And, um... I, that, that was my first like, okay, I need to just stop for a minute. Let, let him do things. I don't have to jump right back in. But I have this fear from our past and I've been open about it with him that um, I don't want him to get resentful. I don't want him to be like, oh, now she's taking advantage because there is no taking advantage. This is all in my head. We are what we've said. We are co-parents. So that's what we do. And I have to you know, be willing to let that go and let him help. And I am, but not worry that, oh, well, what if he thinks he's doing more than me? Or what if he feels I'm just, you know, being lazy? He even said that he was like, these are not things you need to worry about. I don't think that, but in the past years ago, um, the kind of relationship we had, it was volatile and things would be set. So I kind of revert back to that. And I'm glad I was able to communicate that and express those fears and um, be validated that, yes, that may have, you know, be a valid concern for you, but that's not where we're at now. And um, we're just moving forward. And I know I can't completely change who I am and I don't want to. I do like to manage the home. That's just something I like to do, but I will definitely be loosening the reins and, um, figuring out this new normal. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's a wake up call, as I said, and we don't need to push our bodies to that point. We really don't. 
Um, and I'm grateful that my family has been supportive. I mean, I have gotten calls in the last couple days from them needing help here and there, or, Hey, can you do this? And I have said, no, I have said reminder three days ago, this is where I was. And they're like, Oh, right, right, right. And it's a habit for all of us that we have to break because we've just gotten into this flow. And it's not that I'm never going to help them or never be there. But right now, um, my priority is myself and my child, and I have to be there for her. And one thing I'll note that I'm loving, um, speaking to the nurses in the hospital and the doctor yesterday and a few others. Um, again, as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, being in your forties, people, some people will be like, Oh my God. And until you're here, you're, you what before you hit these ages, you're like, Oh my gosh, but it really, it's nothing. And to me, age has always been just a number. And I feel like we are aging differently. And my generation, Gen X, um, we don't look like people who did 20, 30 years ago in their forties or act like that. So I just find it funny, but, um, the nurses, the doctors, different people were like, Oh wow. Um, you're young. And I would say my age and they would be like, no, right. Yeah. You're young. They're like, you're too young to be going through this. And so I was like, okay. And I know there's never a too young to be going through something, but that kind of made me feel good because I've been really focused on it lately since I did have Ember a little later. Like a lot of my friends, um, had their kids later. I worry sometimes about that actually a lot about, Oh, will I be here for certain things? Will I miss this? Will I miss that? And I have to stop, just stop. I worry too much about things again that I can't control. I try to control things that I can't control and letting go is just paramount. And, um, I'm going to get back into some form of exercise. Pilates has been on the list for a long time. I started doing it in May. I loved it and then let it go again for different reasons, financial, whatever, because I lost my job. And then, um, last night I decided, okay, I'll take, I'll take a walk. I love listening to podcasts. So I borrowed his headphones, um, put on my shoes at six o'clock and was just like, I'm going to walk around the neighborhood for 30 minutes or as long as this podcast is and start there. And that's what I did. And I realized I'm no longer someone who likes to walk. (laughs) If I'm not at Disney world or somewhere fun, it's not really exciting, but I'm forcing myself to do it because I did get to listen to my podcast in peace. Um, I also wore the wrong shoes. I'm a Floridian here, so I'm wearing my very comfy reefs, but I need to put my sneakers on and um, I'll probably have a better experience. But it was a really nice night. We're starting to have cooler nights, um, so that's nice. And he was here with Ember. And when I came home, it was really nice. They were playing a card game. They were playing Go Fish on the couch and asked me if I wanted to join. And honestly, I was just kind of like, oh, I just want to sit down. But I sat with them and for about 20 minutes, we played a couple rounds and she was so happy to be playing with both of her parents. And it was fun for all of us. It was really fun. Um, a lot of laughing and that's what I needed. And that was part of the just stop because I was like, well, I need to finish some laundry or empty the dishwasher. And it's like, no, you need to realize that you are lucky enough to be here with her and to have this. 
and you've wanted this for so long to have this beautiful child. Um, so enjoy it. And, you know, to have a co-parenting relationship where you're getting along and you're laughing and you're supporting each other. It's great. And so it's been, what, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, five days or so of really self-reflecting. Yeah, and uh, starting to make some changes. I have not had my mac decaf, very sugary flavored coffee in five days. And it's not been hard, hard, but I do want one. And I know I'm allowed, but I kind of am nervous because I got that on Sunday and this happened right after that. And there's no correlation, but I was just, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait. I am trying to drink all the water. I had a good... A person tell me celery juice is really good in the morning that I hate celery, but I'm going to do whatever I need to do to um, get back on track and yeah, just um, do all the things and I have to, I'm an anxious person and so when something happens, it can take me a little while to unrattle myself and to get back into a normal routine. I have a little fear of being by myself right now because I'm like, oh no, what if something were to happen or I needed to get somewhere? And I mean, on Sunday, I was fine driving myself and doing whatever. I did not think anything was urgent, but it's, you know, having her, when you're by yourself with your child for anything, if something happens, no matter what, it can be scary. So I have to work through that, that I am fine and it will be okay. Um, And I'm not alone. And I am grateful for this. I I mean, I now look at the situation I'm in, the living situation, and the universe works in mysterious ways. And I think, you know, this, this was all meant to happen and not, not for negative things because, oh God, if something happens to you, at least someone's here, not for that at all. I mean, he wasn't here, but because I didn't have to come home from the hospital and do it all by myself which is what I would have had to have done. Um, I would have had to have made arrangements for her to be with her grandmother or with him and just all the things. So being under one roof has been a lifesaver and just something I'm really appreciative of. So anyway, I'm going to, you know, stop here for this week and just wanted to share my story um, from the last few days because if you are working with your co-parents on a better relationship as I said looking to move in with them or just come up with a better schedule whatever these are things to think about and um, you should have a plan in place too if one of you does have any kind of emergency be it you or with another family member it doesn't have to be super serious but something you know make sure there is a plan so that you can feel at peace knowing that things are taken care of while you're handling whatever it is you need to handle. And my final soapbox uh, statement is um, take care of yourself. Nails and hair are great, but really, really, really look at what you are doing as far as your habits. I mean, I will put Ember to bed and I have not eaten much all day and then I will snack all night. I'll snack for a few hours and it's all nice and fun until it's not. Um, And drink the water, get the exercise in. I don't care how old you are. 
it's just uh, good habits and um, I'm promising that I'm going to keep this up. I've done it before. I can do it again. Um, it's not fun feeling like crap, uh, especially when you're trying to keep up with your very active six-year-old. So don't want to miss out on anything and want to be able to go to all the things. So um, yeah, that's what I'll be doing from here on out and I'll keep you posted on the job and everything else. But I plan on having a really good year or rest of year and then into the new year. Um, so fingers crossed, we will just take it day by day, but I'm grateful for my co-parent and, um, we will, we will keep moving forward and keep working through our stuff and look forward to hearing from any of you who are going through similar things. I mean, the conversation, as I said, can be pretty great. Um, Everyone's having different experiences and I I look forward to hearing them. So anyway, have a wonderful weekend and I will be back next week, hopefully, if I'm not too busy. Um, But so far, it seems weekly or every week and a half is working. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.